0: This is Mutual Victory, our podcast on board games,
1: pop culture,
0: uh, history, love, Yep, love, I knew love would make it in. It's not on the picture.
1: It's it's important. It's important.
0: It's not not even implied. It's just... It's important. It's important.
1: The most important.
0: But to those of you who don't know, we're married, we're Mm -hmm. into lots of stuff, and we're just going to talk about it.
1: We have a lot of hobbies.
0: We do have a lot of hobbies.
1: And children. And children. And dogs and grandchildren.
0: And dogs and grandchildren. Grandchild. I don't know how we have time. Grandchild. Singular. Singular. Cross fingers. Knock on wood. (laughs) That was a deep breath.
1: I'm nervous.
0: (laughs) Oh, are you nervous about having a microphone in front of you?
1: Yeah, isn't that weird? Like, nobody's here.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, we have conversations like this all the time. They're just... It's just different. Not recorded.
1: Right. And I it sounds very official because I I have this earbud in my ear and there's a setup happening. A setup. So.
0: It's a really it's a really professional looking setup. All these wires are crisscrossed and all over the place. And
1: it's funny to just notice how well, I mean, one of the things that you taught the kids early on, right? Was how do you know that there's a difference between being nervous or being excited. Oh, yeah. So it's I
0: would teach that to my students. And, yeah. In a, and in a previous students. life, I was a high school teacher. And I would say, your body doesn't know the difference physiologically, whether you're nervous or you're excited.
1: Right. It's your brain. Right. It's telling you the story.
0: Right. But like in your body. So maybe the, I'm excited. The, the the chemicals that are flowing, you know, the, the butterflies in your tummy, you know, you, you your body wouldn't know whether you're nervous or excited. So I tell them. If you're ever nervous about something, just tell yourself you're excited. I'm tell excited. You're excited. I'm Good. so excited. What's to be nervous about? It's just you and me.
1: It's true. And I'm excited because we get to do this fun thing together. This is fun.
0: The funny thing is that I think I told Ethan it's one of those stories where like you tell a story to like the kids or something, or your students, and you never know what's gonna land, what's gonna stick, what they right. hear, or what they remember. And then to like six months later, Ethan was like, I had to do this thing. And I was getting nervous, and I told myself, "I'm excited." I'm like, "Holy shit!" You,
1: you remember? <laughs> you listened and remember. You fantastic. listened to what we say. It was amazing, it's miraculous. Yeah, yeah. Should we explain mutual victory? That is the title.
0: Yes, mutual victory is the title of this of this thing we're we're doing. <laughs> like, no matter how many people listen, we're doing this for at least a year, every week, because of what. We've purchased to do this. We've made a commitment. Yes, we've made a financial commitment. We're doing it.
1: Minimally, it's entertaining for us.
0: It is. I don't know. I I think it's fun. I think it's cool talking to a mic. I feel... Official? Yes. Yeah. It's legit. I like
1: that I get to have a conversation with you, and because we are required to speak so clearly in these microphones, mm. that I get to look at your face. Right. Because usually we have these conversations doing other things.
0: Right. Either we're in the kitchen or if we're driving.
1: Some kind of multitasking.
0: Right. I was thinking most of the time we're in the car. It's true. And when that's the case, I'm just talking to the windshield and, you know, we're having conversations, but like, how often do we sit across the table intentionally?
1: Mm -hmm. It's true. And I had the thought. Of it would feel more natural if we were driving in the car recording this podcast, right. but the sound would be horrible. We can't have that.
0: I mean, it would be possible. Mm. I mean, possible because everything's just plugged into my laptop. So right. technically it's all portable. We could take this on the road, <laughs> mutual victory.
1: All right, <clears throat> we'll get there. The,
0: on the highway, yeah. So why is it called mutual victory? Because this, is, this has turned into a mantra of ours.
1: It is yeah it's our like
0: catchphrase mantra it's on family our family
1: motto crest scenario our coat, of arms. coat fi- of
0: arms we should figure out how to say it in latin
1: Mm-hmm. that's a you thing not I, a me thing yeah. for sure
0: well google translate you don't need it to be <laughs> we're not getting a doctorate in anything
1: so mutual victory started because one of the things that we do together often is play board games
0: board games huge board game fan geek aficionado
1: snobs sometimes, snobs. A yeah, well, a little bit. Yes, you're there's right. some, there's some shade yeah, around. Definitely like, some snobbery. Monopoly.
0: <laughs> hey, let's play. Let's play. Life. Sorry, sorry. Like, mm, oh, is, this is a board game. Pff,
1: no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, we're we are snobby. Far too.
0: Very snobby. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we were playing a game called Dominion. It's a. It's like a deck-building game. Where you acquire cards throughout the game and then and through those cards you get points.
1: And it's themed. So right. it's like mid Middle Ages, yeah. medieval yeah, time period. Cards like
0: nights and festivals yeah. and stuff like that. And at the end of the what's good about these types of games we like to play, which I think you know, European style board games is what they're called. One of the great things about these games is that There's almost always a situation where if any player is tied at the end of the game, there's other factors to determine a winner where you know the end of game scoring goes and it's like, oh, a tally up this, this, and this. Whoever has the most points wins. If there's a tie, then whoever has taken the fewest turns or has the most money or has this.
1: Fewest cards.
0: Fewest cards, whatever, um, is the winner. But there's always some factor to say, even if there's a tie, there's this other... Stipulation.
1: Well, and the cool thing about European board games, something I love, is that for the most part, you can't tell who's winning. Right. And so it cuts down on that like constant focus when you're playing the game. I mean, particularly when we were playing games with the children. Mm. It's like, let's just stay focused on playing rather right. than I'm in first place, oh, I'm in last place. Yeah.
0: Right, and the question is, how am I doing or am I winning? I'm like, well, I actually can't We
1: have no that idea. Question. Don't know, can't yeah. answer that question. Too many gotta, variables. Gotta keep playing.
0: And yeah, so there's other factors that go into who wins if there's a tie. Mm. And we were playing Dominion one night and we tallied up the score and we tied. And <laughs> immediately, one of us is excited And then the other one calls bullshit.
1: I'm the excited one.
0: I called bullshit Yeah, fast.
1: I was so happy. You were really happy. I love ties. Everyone wins. I think that was my direct quote. I looked at him and said, everyone wins. And
0: I'm just like Tom Selleck and Mr. Baseball. Just like this game cannot end in a goddamn tie. This can't happen. So
1: That wasn't what you said. What you said was a tie means nobody wins. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: not a wrong statement. And I can see how you can interpret that this was
1: early it was very early in our relationship
0: pre-engagement this is pre living living
1: together together. pre-living together really yes
0: no recollection i thought we were at least living together
1: no we definitely weren't this was a date night wow play a game (laughs) cook dinner together because we're teaching high school and and also like
0: i clearly i'm not in my like young 20s on this date where (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna try to impress i'm gonna try to blah blah i'm like this is who i am hate ties gonna (laughs) figure this shit out you were
1: bringing full archetypes to the table because you were like
0: like i'm gonna show it all in my 30s i don't have time this is who i am Mm -mm. so i look into the directions and it says something along the lines of well okay after you do the final scoring whoever has the most of this type of card is the winner winner so i said let's count right now and we do we do and it was still tied
1: still tied yeah
0: you were so excited still are i was like oh Wait a minute. There's got to be more. <clears throat> Go back to the directions, and the quote in the direction says: "If there is still a tie after you tally up this other thing, rejoice in the shared victory."
1: Rejoice in the shared victory. Oh,
0: it's infuriating to this day.
1: I have goosebumps.
0: Oh, I've uh, of joy. Yeah,
1: I I fully embrace the the shared rejoice victory. Rejoice in oh. shared victory. It was just so frustrating and. Uh, and I think at that point was when I said, oh, victory is mutual, mutual. Victory is mutual. Right. Did we mention we have lots of dogs? We mentioned have a couple of dogs. All right. Yeah.
0: So yeah, then that became a thing. And, you know, it was endearing about how you excited you were about ties, which usually I'm like, Ugh, we, we can find a winner. I didn't even care if I was the winner. I wasn't trying to win. I was like saying one of us. Is gonna win.
1: Do we get to do I get to mention here that I actually care the least about winning? Yep. I prefer that we have a tie or that we're on the same team and yep. it's a cooperative game. Mm-hmm. And I win the
0: most. You do. You win the most often and you care the least about winning. <laughs> I try to win, I it's try amazing. to strategize, and it never works. I, I don't rarely, have any strategy. I'll say rarely. I probably win thirty percent of the time.
1: I maybe thirty percent of the time have a strategy. A loose strategy, loose, <laughs> loose strategy, a loose understanding <laughs> of the rules, uh, loose, loose, uh, participating in the rules.
0: Yeah, I will scour the directions to be like, wait a minute, that move you did is that legal? Hmm. Half the time it is, half the time it isn't.
1: I have a pretty good memory of rules you once know. I once I pay attention to them. It's yep. just that I they're not the top priority. What? <laughs>
0: So we could just be, so this is, is this my future where like we're in the senior center and there's just some random piece of cardboard in front of us with random dice and tokens and we're just pushing them around aimlessly. Like, is this fun? Yes. Like, oh, there are no rules. There
1: like, are no rules. Are no rules. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter who wins. It's, it, ca- it's a, it's a good metaphor for life. It's
0: chaos <laughs> is what it is.
1: It's chaotic good uh, though.
0: It's chaotic. It's chaotic, chaotic. I can't do it.
1: Well, anyway, mutual victory did become something that you have an appreciation for.
0: I better. <laughs> or else. This is it gonna, grew on you. This is going to be a long marriage.
1: <laughs> this is going to be a long marriage. Uh, it it did grow on you because then there was the moment of, you know, it, it shifted over into a motto or right. a we're all in this together kind of rally and cry. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, a lot of times it is not only um, like, oh, mutual victory, tie in a board game, mutual victory, we're all in this together, and then it's like, mutual victory, let's gird your loins, everyone, we're going to get through this <laughs> we're gonna day, get through this. and it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, because when one of us wins, we all win, really.
0: It's hard to argue.
1: It is. Yeah. And then you did the most romantic thing, as I do. As you do,
0: I do it rarely. My romance is like tool albums. Uh, oh, they happen rarely. Rarely, but when they do, it's amazing.
1: It's amazing. Yep. It's epic. Yeah, uh, we had gotten engaged, and we went to this adorable little uh, husband and wife-owned. Oh, yeah. Wedding wedding ring shop. Unusual
0: wedding rings is, I think, what I actually Googled. And And that was the name of the store. Thankfully, there was one within driving distance.
1: That was Pittsfield, Mass. Yep. Went to Pittsfield, picked out our rings, and I don't know how long it was. It was probably a month or so after they were made. We went to pick them up. Yes. And I... Grabbed my wedding band, immediately wanted to put it on, make sure it fits all that great stuff for checking off all the boxes for wedding preparation, and you said, look inside the ring.
0: Yep. And I had mutual victory engraved because that that slice of romance, that bought me seven, eight, nine months <laughs> of having to come up with another gem.
1: And it's in both of our rings, so. Right. Um, you were at that point willing to fully commit to this being our motto, I, our I'm, mantra.
0: I'm totally committed to our motto, but when there's a game on the table, I just, it's one of those things I chuckle at it now. I'm not, you know, I, I it makes me giggle. Like it doesn't even make me frustrated. I've gotten more time than not things that make me frustrated now. Uh-huh. I just like pause and it's like, okay, this is, this is a thing that pushes my buttons and it's kind of hilarious. It's <laughs> like, why is it pushing my buttons? There's no really good reason. Nothing's at stake it's just and it makes me giggle
1: do you think it helps or it's a hindrance mm -hmm, that i find your exasperation hilarious
0: it could probably help (laughs) because it really deflates the balloon like how mad can i be when you're just like you're adorable you're so cute
1: "Ah." it's so funny to me it's it's
0: i guess i'm very lucky
1: it's true or, or i'm very lucky i mean imagine if your exasperation was like the most you know just right overwhelming, overwhelming experience overbearing
0: <clears throat> unenjoyable but
1: because you are a one which we're not going to get into enneagram type right now and yet it, here it is that yeah. like insistence that there is a a right way a plan a method uh yeah. pieces right
0: it's it's that's yep. that's what I, I mean that's Enneagram 1. Enneagram there are 9 Enneagram types numbered 1 through 9. And right. It's like a personality typing, profiling. profiling which I've found to be the most accurate and enjoyable to use. And once I learned I was a 1, I was so like so many things ah, clicked. It made so much sense. Okay. Yeah. This is how how I operate, how I see the world. It's crystal clear.
1: But yeah. And a 1's baseline could possibly be called exasperation
0: <laughs> yep <laughs> i live in exasperation rage is my currency
1: stop don't say rage is your currency rage because is my currency people are going to take that seriously and they're going to think you like walk around because you can look really intimidating and really you're just this like teddy bear <laughs> snuggler yeah
0: the goatee <laughs> shaved head yeah has a distinct kind of feel
1: mm-hmm. it's all it's all yeah, it's all just this rage mask. is my
0: currency, it's, which I, I should explain. There's, do not believe him. Well, there's that's 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 from a board game. It's from a board game. Board game called Blood Rage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a board game about Vikings, and as you play, one of the things like you have a currency that you can use to spend on doing things, and the currency is measured in rage. And in the directions, when I read this, it said rage is your currency. I had never felt more seen, mm. or understood. This is my truth. <laughs>
1: Okay. <clears throat> All of that, uh, to say that the, that you do have that energy about you, particularly when I first met you. Whew, we worked together in the same high school. <clears throat> and I was so intimidated by Matt.
0: The more days pass, the more hilarious I find that.
1: It's so hilarious. No
0: one in that building was ever intimidated by me.
1: I don't think that that's true. Because you have this like serious... Demeanor and like okay, no intensity one, about no one you
0: that had a five minute <laughs> conversation with me would believe you. No one,
1: maybe fine, and you you have this just personality, particularly when you're in work mode. Mm. Of like, there's not time for nonsense. I'm <clears throat> sorry, I don't know. why I have a frog in my throat. Um, you don't have time. For the nonsense, and I have got a lot of nonsense. Nonsense, and I don't care if I'm at work or where I am.
0: Well, it's just funny because there's a lot of time I'm at work in any job I've ever had where I'm like, it's nonsense thirty, and I, it just has to be. If I'm going to finish this day, the nonsense has to flow.
1: And that layer of rage is my currency. I am so intense. Peeled back relatively quickly in our relationship. And you know, it was a good it was like a perfect introduction and reminder of that we have all of these different parts of ourselves that we bring to the table at different times. and uh, and the longer that you're in relationship with somebody, the more of their archetypes or their uh, quirks and traits come out. things that you're like, you can get to that point where you're like, okay, I have lived with this person. Worked with this person, you know. We live together, work at home together. This is almost like a twenty four seven scenario. It's rare when we are apart, and still, I'm learning different things about you. We're That's learning rare. different things about each other.
0: Yeah, we. Not only do we currently live together, work together, we have lived many together times, and worked together for like
1: a, a majority of us
0: mm-hmm. knowing each other. True, we. Taught at the same high school, yeah, for a while, yeah. When we moved to Ithaca, that was the first year or so we didn't work together. It was probably like year two when we first decided we. No, decided. it was
1: it was less than a year. It We're was like, really oh, only yeah. like yeah. It
0: was like six to eight months. Yep. And we yeah, like I, I trying to.
1: It's no getting away. <laughs> it's no getting away. <laughs> I've gotten to be your boss multiple times. You have
0: never not been my boss.
1: Well, stop. That's (laughs) not the boss. And officially, yes. Yeah. On paper, you have
0: always been up in the hierarchy. That's funny. It is funny. It's hilarious. I don't mind. I like it. I don't care.
1: I'll still never forget when um, I was your supervisor and well, you were you were teaching, and I was the ed director. And uh, a student said to me, like, "How is this going to work? What if we, what if there's a complaint about his <laughs> teaching? And how are you going to be able to have a conversation with him about what he's Whatever, doing? Like, what
0: if we have a problem? What like, if we have uh, a problem? Oh, uh, yo, know, what if can we come to you? Can be you be non-biased? Or
1: how can you handle this? How are you able to handle him? Like, oh, this is adorable. <laughs> this well, is adorable. I also wanted to be like." You haven't been married, yeah. have you? are you married? Because I was this like, is, this, is, this is the easiest piece of feedback. I don't have to be diplomatic with this particular employee. I don't have to like tread lightly. Anything. I don't know, uh, more
0: about human resources. I don't have
1: to involve human resources. <laughs> I could pull
0: him out in the middle of this classroom. I could just, I could just have rage out. as
1: my currency.
0: I could chew his ass out in front of the whole building. And he's going to go home and say thank you.
1: <laughs> he's going to be like, I'm so sorry, honey. Well, I don't know what I was thinking. I had a moment. Yeah, it's funny. And yeah, even with all of that shared space, shared time, raising children, moving a bajillion time, like all of the things that we've gone through together, there's still this, there's still many moments where this is a new experience that we get to have or a new side of the other person. I mean, I've gotten recently to experience golf mat.
0: Oh, yeah. And. No, that's it's a, it's a. It's a new thing. It's a rebirthing of golf, man.
1: Right. So something that you did when you were in yeah. your early twenties, like
0: between nineteen and twenty-two. Right. And I got a job at a golf course, got to play for free. Yeah. So I played a lot, and there's other some you know other three or four other young guys that worked at the same course. So like we would finish our shift and like four to five days a week in the summer after we finish our shift, we would play at least 18, sometimes 36. Uh-huh. Like we would just play all the time.
1: This whole golf side of Matt is relatively new because you didn't get back into it until even almost the end of this summer. Right. Like it was the end of the official golf season. Not uh, tail end. I mean, you know, <clears throat> really like fall is
0: is the variant or winter even. I mean, like Jesse and I played... Like a week ago, and there were tons of people playing. So, like, if there's sunshine and no snow, people will play. But yeah, I mean, Halloween, November is usually when it's not golfing. I mean, yeah, I haven't played probably 20 years. So yeah, yeah it's been a very long time.
1: So I get to know this new archetype. I get to know the the matte Golf archetype it's weird that, a that shows up. Golfer is an archetype. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's not. It falls underneath the category of being that like magician teacher learning so something the, new. The four
0: archetypes are king, masculine archetypes, masculine archetypes, king, magician, lover,
1: warrior, warrior, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and this apparently, and the magic golfer.
1: I think so. I I mean, maybe there's some argument that like when competition is involved, warrior could be an archetype that shows up, and you don't really turn into like hyper competitive no. uh, in organized sports at all. No. So
0: I mean, the comp- I mean, especially for golf competition is more like competition with yourself. Yeah. Like I want to do better than I did yesterday. You know, I'm not, not necessarily trying to demolish who I'm playing with. Like that's right. not what I
1: want to <laughs> do. <laughs> that's not your jam. That's not my jam. Yeah. And so you show up with this like curiosity and learning. And so for me, I get to, I get to watch you get really excited about a new hobby. I get to be curious and ask questions and learn new things about something that I have have very little knowledge and awareness of and it just keeps that line of curiosity open in marriage and relationship because as long as we've been together this it like still at this point I'm getting to be with and spend time with a new version, a new side of you.
0: Right? Um, is it? Well, here's the question, though. How was is, how is watching me get into a new hobby? Where it's like, for like, first step, hit the library, hit, <laughs> hit the books. There's hit, the books. hit YouTube, hit the books, find out who are reputable sources of YouTube videos to watch, and watch all of them. And it's true. <laughs> is that annoying?
1: No, I love that. Do you? Well you get so enthusiastic and excited and I get to learn along with your learning. Like, I think that that's an important aspect. I I obviously have been friends with many people in couplings over the years. And I've heard that feedback of like, ah, my, my partner does this thing and you know, it takes all this time and energy. And for me personally, it's when you're excited about something I'm excited about something it, like it goes right back to mutual victory. It goes right back to that whole energy of not only do I get to benefit from your enthusiasm because we're in partnership together and I get to support you through it and like get interested in it at, at least to a degree. I'm not going to like go start golfing. Right. Uh, yeah. And I would absolutely get up and, drink coffee and ride around in a golf cart <laughs> and watch you do your
0: thing just sit there while I swear at myself and play just you know well, sure. I, I saw one video that's playing around a whack fuck and it's a video it's a wow. guy in a tee shot and it's like whew,
1: fuck amazing <laughs> yeah, amazing I mean I'm I, I just want to put a little asterisk on that offer of riding around the golf cart that it does have to be over 55 60 degrees that's for me to, to want to do right. that yeah uh, because I don't like the cold. but Fair enough. Yeah. 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 So it's just, you get to learn something new.
0: Yeah. It's a miracle that like, that's your reaction to me relearning golf. I realize I'm very fortunate where it's like, I'm going to pick up golf and play again and learn it. And, you know, how many... Spouses would be like, "Sure, awesome, go for it, and not like you know fla- not flabbergasted, but like exasperated with this new hobby that is very time consuming
1: mm. I don't know, I think that that is that that's all part of the excitement of being in partnership, and you know as much as there's language around the monotony of monogamy I don't think that that's actually accurate you know I think like the longer you are with someone the more you kind of have to dig into your bag of tricks to keep things interesting new have something to talk about and you you get to peel back all of these layers and grow with somebody and keep learning new things about them if human beings are only and always changing if everything is only and always changing right then like how can it ever be monotonous and we get to like ride that wave of of excitement and curiosity and you do the same thing i mean good god i will get up at some ungodly hour in the morning and chant on the floor next to the bed (laughs) and um which is
0: oddly enough you do that and it puts me right back to sleep you right it's just a little lullaby lullaby. you can do your (laughs) kundaline chanting and i just roll over and it i'm usually out within 10 minutes yeah not
1: even yeah, I mean, it, this is definitely a two way street. I, I'm pretty sure that any hobby, whimsical thing I've I've wanted to explore and do, you're like, heck yeah, to- let's like let's do it. Let's definitely yep. figure it out. Absolutely. Things.
0: Because I'm gonna get, in, I'm gonna want to do some odd stuff later on. Like, hey, why don't we get an archery range for the backyard? Ooh, and yeah, <laughs> let's get a hundred arrows couple quivers, mm-hmm. some hay bales and sh- set up an archery range. That's, you know, that won't be unusual.
1: And I'm, and I would be like, totally do it. Nice. Yeah.
0: Disc golf course in the backwoods. How about that?
1: Totally. I love it.
0: I'm thinking of any th- other like Homer Simpson type level scheme to be like, let's do this next. Just to see. You'd probably say yes. I probably you probably wouldn't. wouldn't say no right away.
1: I I I mean, don't challenge me because <laughs> I don't know I I don't know what you would come up with, but I'm hard pressed to think of something off the top of my head right now that I would be like, absolutely not. That that doesn't sound. I mean, because if it's fun and it's something interesting and fascinating, then like you know, this is how we get to keep learning something new about each other is through mm. these these sort of you know random things, right?
0: Where I could be like, hey, here's a weird golf story. And you're like, golf story? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had golf stories. Like, I have all kinds of stories. You yeah. do. Right. It's all about learning. Keep learning new things about each other.
1: Keep learning new things about each other. That's an
0: excellent segue. <laughs> I
1: keep, am good at segues. You are so
0: good at segues and transitions to a story about... This is like life lesson, not really for anyone, but a life lesson I learned. You will always learn about your spouse. And especially in ways... You had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the the example, this example has to do with James Bond.
1: James Bond. Specifically
0: James Bond theme songs, which is... Hilarious. A really weird... Specific. Specific, like, if means to learn about you, which blew me away. Because Never I really. don't
1: actually really care about James Bond. You don't care. I mean, At all. Yeah. Right. At all. Like, have Mm-mm.
0: no opinion.
1: It's fine. Right. It's fine. It's it a, exists. It's a movie. It's movies. I would watch the movies right. and probably forget like immediately right. what happened in exactly. the movie. Yeah.
0: So this is a maybe was close to a year ago I was I got a CD from the library it was the James Bond theme songs like up to probably Quantum of Solace it didn't have Skyfall I know that because I had to go home and go to iTunes and download Skyfall because spoiler alert that is the best James Bond Theme song.
1: Well, it had to be a while ago if you were still using iTunes because we made the big.
0: Oh yeah, Spotify transition
1: into Spotify. So this this is a while ago. I felt like
0: such a yeah. It was man. I have not looked back. (laughs) So I'm listening to the James Bond theme songs, and I'm like in my head, you know, ranking them and like I won't say analyzing them, but I'm thinking about them. I'm like, oh, the early ones are. Really good. Um, and like, what makes a classic James Bond theme song? Right. Like, if I said to you, what's a classic, one of the best classic James Bond theme songs, maybe you wouldn't know. Do you know what I'm thinking of from a movie, the movie?
1: Like, your answer to this question? Or oh, no,
0: like, like an old one, like maybe from like oh, before 19. 19- no,
1: no, no. No. I've- no.
0: <laughs> See, and I go right to Goldfinger. Like that was very, you know, what does that song have? It's got like a lot of brass, you know in the beginning, it's like
1: big bang, big band, like big band, big sort band, sort of. feeling, yeah, yeah yeah,
0: feeling like not as like up tempo, but like slowed it down, mm-hmm. um, it's got you know an amazing vocalist, um and you know sometimes it's like it will like I know goldfinger song like. Like it's about because the the villain is named Goldfinger, but it's a really good song. So all these other songs have like a lot of brass; they're really really good. But then they take a turn like towards the and these are all the Sean Connery movies, mm-hmm. and then he stops being James Bond, and Roger Moore picks this up, and it's like late sixties, early seventies, and his which I mean he starts in the seventies and goes through the eighties. So his theme songs or the theme songs in his movies have a very like time like you can tell what time period they're made in disco ish ish kind of a disco some disco guitars in one of them and the last one he's in is a view to a kill and duran duran did that so it's a very 80s
1: very distinct sound very distinct 80s feel
0: (laughs) right so like right there i'm just like oh like it's it's all i I always prefer it when it's like you can't tell what time period it was made in it's got that timeless feel (laughs) right yeah and all these Roger Moran's have like, oh, this is the 70s one. This is yep. the 80s one. I think the first one was Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney in Wings. Not Paul McCartney. Like, yeah, Paul and Linda Carney, <laughs> Live and In Let Wings,
1: Die. Live and Let Die. Yeah. Right, because I recently learned that that is a cover, and I had no idea.
0: Right, by Guns N' Roses.
1: Yes. I thought it was a Guns N' Roses
0: Yeah, that's where I first heard it. I'm like, this is a cool Guns N' Roses song, and yeah. I don't know who was like, you stupid boy. Right. Don't you know anything? so yeah so there's that song and then you know not that any of these songs are bad like there's no really like james bond song that's a bad song but i wouldn't say it's a good james bond song like nobody does it better by carly simon snoozeville
1: (laughs) this is not your this is boring it's not your genre at all
0: it's just like it starts with this like slow yeah boring piano wow it's boring as it's boring. Okay. I find it boring. Um, and then it kicks up in the eighties with like Duran Duran. I think the first Timothy Dalton movie was by aha. That's remember amazing. them. Take on me. Yeah.
1: yeah. Take
0: me on whatever it
1: is. Whatever it is. Um, it very '80s sound also very '80s sound, but
0: yeah. the Timothy Dalton's second movie *License to kill was done by Gladys Knight. Oh yeah. Then that has a, it's again, why I, that one is so much better. It's classic, more classic, mm-hmm. right? Um, then there's the Pierce Brosnan ones. Anyway, the story is leading to I'm thinking about what's the best song. Yeah. And I have an answer. <laughs> and I don't know why I even asked you one day. I think we were just having coffee before you know the day started. And I'm like, what, uh, what's your favorite? What do you think the best James Bond song is? And you, without hesitation.
1: Yeah, I didn't skip a beat.
0: You didn't skip a beat. You had an answer. Mm-hmm. Locked and loaded in the chamber. And you just fired it my way. And it blew my mind.
1: First. And I had no idea that you had been listening to all these James Bond, James Bond songs because you just do it in your little ear buds or when you're driving around. Like this wasn't like I had been surrounded by James right. Bond music for weeks. Yeah,
0: th- thinking about it, from it your was point definitely of view, a left field question. This question came out of nowhere. Yeah, and you said your answer was "the world is not enough" by garbage. Garbage, yeah. And I was just floored for a lot of for a couple of reasons. One. <laughs> The speed at which you answered. You just had that answer. That's like saying... When you know, you know. Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> saying, you know, I don't know. What Whatever question do you have where you're like, what's your favorite pizza? Like, you mm. probably have that answer. Like, yeah. I know. I don't have to think about it. I was shocked you had an answer that quick for that question. Secondly...
1: I think you actually gasped. Like, you, were like, you were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you were like, what did you yeah. say?
0: I audibly gasped. You
1: definitely did not expect me to have an answer. I probably
0: was just staring at you, mouth agape. Mm -hmm. Um, Second reason why that was an awesome answer is that it's a good song for all the reasons I named, listen, you know, talked about before. It doesn't sound like it's from the early aughts.
1: You have no idea what year it is when you're listening to that song. Yeah. It has that classic um that same kind of like brassy yep. sound it's got a brassy
0: kind of sound intro it's a slower tempo which mm-hmm. i think the faster ones aren't always good like pierce brought i don't know which one the one madonna did was like too poppy It yeah. was like die another, die day. another day yeah mm-hmm. that was wow you knew that too yeah it's like you don't know this stuff you do
1: it's it's in there somewhere <laughs> It's, like, it's just not on the tip of my it's tongue. It's just like we don't often. talk. Like, this
0: isn't knowledge you need on a daily basis,
1: right? Exactly. I don't have to pull this out of the vault you very don't. often. Dust but it then,
0: off. Right. So you had that answer, and I was like, not only did you have it fast, like, have you been thinking about this? Mm-hmm. Like, do you no. like this? Raised more questions than it answered. Really,
1: it did.
0: And it was a good. It was a, like yeah, it's a time of song.
1: I had reasoning. You
0: had you had great reasons.
1: Well, you know, this is funny because it's so subjective. I have I had reasons reasons that you agreed with. I am definitely curious Ugh. what would have happened if I had answered, I don't even know what, uh, the Madonna song. Like, if I had answered that, you would have been would, like...
0: Well, I would have responded audibly as well.
1: You would. Been like, you would have been like, that's a wrong answer <laughs> in your oneness. Well, that's a choice. Um,
0: that's a decision.
1: And it, what I thought was great was... When I when I did kind of back up my answer with, these are the reasons, the really beautiful vocalist, I, I loved her voice. Yep. Again, that too sounded timeless. Mm-hmm. It doesn't um, sound
0: like garbage.
1: No, it I doesn't. Know, the name of the band. The name of the band. Yeah. yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. sound like
0: a garbage song. It doesn't. Right.
1: They, it, they just did so well uh-huh. encapsulating james bond like the the feeling of this like spy kind of has all of that
0: and like you say that i'm thinking about like uh the first daniel craig song was by chris cornell Mm -hmm. and it sounds like a chris cornell song like it's got the guitars it doesn't sound like like you know Soundgarden 90s grunge thing but like Mm -hmm. you can it sounds like chris cornell like wrote it right you know but yeah it doesn't like garbage it doesn't sound like garbage
1: I, it, do you want to amend your answer about the best theme song because no. okay because I just am hearing that there's a lot of reasons why my answer was very, answer was very so much good. brilliant your answer
0: was 98% perfect
1: <laughs> it's only it, just wasn't, it just wasn't Adele it just wasn't Adele, Adele. if you're not Adele singing a James Bond song you, mm-hmm. it's like then why bother strike one and maybe and maybe they recover. have commissioned her for all James Bond songs from now until the end of time no
0: because who did uh, let's see the Daniel Craig ones go Chris Cornell did Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace was done by I think Jack White and Alicia Keys. Not a great song, but two great.
1: Right, but who has written James Bond songs since Adele did Skyfall? Uh,
0: Adele did Skyfall. Um, after Skyfall was Spectre and I, Sam Smith. Does that name sound familiar? Uh, Is
1: he a guy? They should have just let Adele do the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, I think all he did time.
0: Spectre and then. Or garbage? Just last- what are they doing? This last one, No Time to Die, was done by Billie Eilish. Um, it's a little too slow for me. Too slow. Yeah, it started off slow. I'm like, this is good, but it never really kind of picked up. It you had to get hmm.
1: that like dun, dun, spies. Yep. Yeah. 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 Just like that. You should write these.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what they're going for.
1: Stop it. <sighs> anyway.
0: But point of the story is, learn something new about you. You learned
1: something new about I know, me,
0: which is like always this is a question i really i mean looking back on our history like why would i ask you this question right didn't particularly care about james bond movies you'd watch them and it's like this is entertaining and then it's over no idea you had any opinion why would i even ask this question
1: but that's what i'm saying like this is what goes like this is to your credit because as a husband as a partner you are curious about what i think about things. Even like you could come into it with a story of like, oh, she doesn't care about this, why bother? And you don't. You come into it with like, no, oh, I'm going to throw this out there and see, right. you know, what she has to say and we're going to have an interesting conversation rather than like an assumption dictating not having a conversation and then we get to miss out on
0: on a fun on a fun moment. Yeah. Now there are questions I can ask that I think I have an answer. Uh-huh. I know exactly how you're going to answer them. I can't think of one right now. But I'm sure there's some. <laughs> and then there's some where I think you have an a- I think I know your answer, mm-hmm. and then I'm totally surprised.
1: So I mean, maybe the questions to ask most often are the ones where you have no idea. You have no expectation of what on earth my answer could be in a bajillion years.
0: And I did, I'm genuinely curious to see if you had an answer. Like I didn't assume you didn't have an answer. Like I didn't assume you would have nothing, but I did want to know. I was curious, genuinely curious if you had an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay.
1: Mutual victory. Mutual
0: victory, learning about each other. Who knew? (laughs) I love it. I love it. This is a very positive pop culture discussion.
1: Yeah, they won't all be. No. You know? And I think if we start talking about La La Land or um, modern day musicals, well, I was they thinking, could take a turn. I was
0: thinking that the next next discussion we have should be about movies we've seen recently. It should, recently. I think we okay. should include that because we have seen several movies and plan on seeing at least a couple more in the very near future. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Next episode. Next episode. Ranting about movies. (laughs) This is Matt.
1: This is Jeannie. Mutual victory. Next time.